Welcome to Trees 3 here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree. It's a Friday. That means we're getting into it on Trees 3 with our bump and stump of the week to get you going. And our bump of the week, well, that has to go to Grizzly Bear. He's the only analyst in the world who had the Dolphins beating the Ravens last night. Congratulations, my guy. Goes against all the numbers, all the statistics. When I make sense with my analytical process... Grizzly Bear goes out there and shows me up. Way to go, Grizzly. You got our bump of the week. Our stump of the week, on the other hand, is the Baltimore Ravens. You lost to the Miami Dolphins. That is all. Coming in at number three this week, folks, is the UFC. And your UFC picks now, folks, are brought to you by the Mad Lab MMA.com. Sign up today for all your mixed martial arts analysis. UFC, Bellator, you name it, they do it all. Make sure you sign up today. It's just $50 a month. And use the code ST2021 to get 20 off. That's ST2021, all one word all caps folks we're gonna get this fight card started by breaking down courtney casey versus liana jojua although courtney casey is nine and nine she's the much better fighter than jojua she has the better striking she's got multiple submission victories from the mat and jojua's best path to victory is to take her down but I like Courtney Casey to make this a nasty fight on the mat if Jojua brings it down. Jojua didn't report for the second round in her last fight against Miranda Maverick. I think Courtney Casey goes out and bullies Jojua around this octagon and gets her hand raised. Next up, folks, we're going to keep our eyes fixed on the ladies. It's Cynthia Calvillo versus Andrea Lee. And a lot of people are high on Andrea Lee, and rightfully so. She's got excellent striking. She's got aggressive takedowns. But the problem is she's not an elite grappler. And you know who is? Cynthia Calvillo. If Roxanne Modafari can take you down and beat you up for three rounds, Cynthia Calvillo will simply pulverize you. Both of these ladies average over 12 minutes of octagon time per fight. So the over one and a half rounds is the safe play for your money. But if you want a nice payday, take the underdog, Cynthia Calvillo, to get the ground and pound and just hammer out this fight. Up next, folks, is my pick for fight of the night. Grab your wobbly pops, grab your popcorn, any beverage of choice, your best friends, and grab your butt a seat on the couch because this is going to be absolute fireworks. Let me give you a little history lesson on Song Yadong. When you and I were learning 2 plus 2, 4 plus 4, this guy was in combat school. When we were in regular elementary school to learn the ways of the world, middle school, whatever, this guy was literally learning the fastest and most efficient way to end your life. He joined the UFC at 19 years old. He's an absolute killer with his boxing and he gets to take on Julio Arce, who is a Muay Thai phenom. He's got cheeky grappling skills and has a win over contender Dan Ige. Both of these guys average over two rounds per fight, so if you want to see a war, I like both of these guys' hearts. Make sure you take the over one and a half rounds, but if you want a winning ticket, folks, take Song Yadong as the slight favorite. The man has just such tight boxing. He's an absolute killer, and he's literally been training to do this his entire life. Song Yadong. Up next, folks, we're shifting back to the ladies in the heavier weight class now. It's Leah Leston taking on Felicia Spencer. Felicia Spencer is an excellent grappler. She's got the ground and pound, and she's got some submission work. Not only that, she actually went the distance with Amanda Nunez in a championship fight. Leah Leston, on the other hand, hasn't fought in three years. I'm not kidding. Her last bout came in November of 2018. Phil Mickelson beat Tiger Woods in the match in 2018. Black Panther, The Incredibles 2, Infinity War, 
All 2018, Disney had a great year. That yodeling kid from Walmart, that was 2018. That's how long it's been. And you think you're going to get in there with Felicia Spencer? A legitimate contender? Felicia Spencer takes this fight to the ground and pounds her way to victory. Make sure you take the Canadian, the phenom, Felicia Spencer. Everyone knows no great UFC card would be complete without a clash of heavyweights. And up next, we have Ben Rothwell versus Marcus Rogerio de Lima. Rogerio de Lima, he's a scrappy guy that has KO power, but he always hunts the takedown. Ben Rothwell is just a bigger, stronger man. He has excellent cardio and can just weigh on you. I think he's just going to find his way to weigh on DeLima. This fight goes over the one and a half round marks, but Ben Rothwell gets his hand raised. And what should be a pretty boring heavyweight fight? All right, folks, it's time for our main event. It's Max Holloway taking on Yair Rodriguez. And I got the Blessed Express to roll on. He's the best featherweight in the history of the sport. Last time we saw him, he landed 445 significant strikes. He hasn't landed less than 100 significant strikes since he knocked out Anthony Pettis in 2016. Yair Rodriguez, on the other hand, he's known for slowing down. He's got excellent kicks, so I think he could get a good start against Holloway, try to find some range, but once Holloway puts that pressure on, we saw what the Korean Zombie did to Yair Rodriguez. Yes, Rodriguez won that with a beautiful elbow knockout to finish the fight, but he was losing that fight. If you're losing to the Korean Zombie, you're going to get absolutely dusted by Max Holloway. Max Holloway, as I said before, the greatest featherweight of all time, goes out there and puts on a show on Saturday night. You can take the over one and a half rounds, folks, as I do think this fight does go a little longer, but make sure you take Max Holloway. I think Yaya Rodriguez just doesn't get off his stool to start the fifth round. Holloway by TKO. Coming in at number two this week, folks, on Trees 3 is the Formula One circuit. And for the first time in over two years, it's shifting back to Brazil. The 2021 Sao Paulo Grand Prix is a go. And all eyes are on Max Verstappen. He's already said if he goes on to win the Drivers' Championship this season, he's going to change his number to number one. So he's feeling quite confident. And quite frankly, he should be. Verstappen has a 19-point lead on Lewis Hamilton heading into Sunday's race. And the Dutchman won the last running of this race in 2019. And he's running hot right now, coming off consecutive victories at Houston and then last week in Mexico. When speaking about the Red Bulls' performance this season, Lewis Hamilton said on Thursday, and I quote, they've had the stronger car. You can tell. He continued on to address Red Bull's advantage this coming weekend, saying, Last time they were here, they were incredibly strong, so we anticipate again they will be very hard to beat this weekend. End quote. That's just simply not what you want to hear from the defending champion. The reigning world champion going for his eighth world title, a record eighth world title, looks like he's going to have to wait till next season because those Red Bulls, they are firing right now, and Max Verstappen has a whole lot of confidence. Make sure you take the Red Bulls this weekend in Brazil. Coming in at number one this week, folks, on Trees 3 is NFL football. No surprise there in the midst of the NFL season. We're going to get this all started by looking at the Buffalo Bills visiting the New York Jets. And another thing that needs to get started is that Buffalo offense. Pretty embarrassing performance last week, but if they're going to get started, this New York Jets defense is a good way to kickstart their offense. The New York Jets have the seventh worst defense in the league, so it's a good week for Josh Allen to get that mojo back. As for the Jets, yes, there's been some recent offensive magic, but the Bills have allowed just five passing touchdowns this season. The fewest in the NFL by five. They're the only team in the NFL not to allow double-digit passing touchdowns. That's absurd. Good luck passing the ball against the Bills this weekend, Jets. The Bills gotta get going. Give me the Bills. 
Tom Brady is back in action this weekend, folks, as his Buccaneers visit the Washington football team. And Tom Brady leads the NFL with 25 touchdown passes and 331.3 yards per game passing. I sound like a broken record, but the Bucks' wide receiving trio of Evans, Brown, and Godwin is simply unfair. Washington has the second worst pass defense in the NFL, so the Bucks should be able to utilize that depth in their wide receiving core this week and unleash that aerial attack. Give me the Bucks to win big. The Carolina Panthers are in Arizona to take on the Sea of Red and the Cardinals. And the Cardinals get a pretty big boost getting DeAndre Hopkins back in their lineup and their starting quarterback, Kyler Murray. James Conner also burst onto the scene last week as a legit RB1. Conner rushed for two touchdowns last week on 21 carries, averaging 4.6 yards per carry. The Arizona defense is also on fire. Christian McCaffrey, he didn't look like himself last week, rushing for less than 60 yards. Carolina has fewer than 200 pass yards in five straight games, their longest streak since 2010. Yes, they picked up Cam Newton again, but I don't know how big of dividends that will pay. The Cardinals have allowed fewer than 20 points and 350 yards in five games this season. That's the most in the NFL. The Cardinals win this matchup through and through. Give me the cards at home. It's the Atlanta Falcons taking on them Dallas Cowboys, and the Falcons are heating up. They've won three of their last four games and scored 25 points in three of their last four four games as well. Dallas, on the other hand, has allowed 25-plus points in two of the last three games, so something's got to give. The Cowboys were also out to lunch last week and should feel embarrassed. Yes, Dak Prescott didn't look sharp, but he's had another week to recover, and he's got a favorable matchup. Prescott has an absurd passer rating of 112.3 this season when not under pressure. The Falcons have the lowest pressure rate in the NFL. Give me the Cowboys. I think Dak's going to spread the ball out to CeeDee Lamb and his playmakers. Also, Atlanta's rush defense isn't all that great either. I like the Cowboys just to outscore the Falcons in a shootout. Our next game on tap in the afternoon window, folks, is the Lions visiting the Steelers. And the Lions haven't won a game this season. Goff is actually 0-15 without Sean McVay as his head coach in the NFL. He's thrown eight touchdowns to just six interceptions this season. Like, that's brutal. The Lions are also giving up the second most points per game this season. TJ Watts coming off a three-sack performance. And Harris got going against the Bears last week. So the Steelers have all the tools on offense and defense to get this done. Give me the Steelers at home. All right, folks, this is my pick for game of the week. And honestly, my pick for the upset of the week. Give me the Browns over the Pats in New England. And here's why. Yes, OBJ is gone. But now Baker and the Browns have a point to prove. And they're quite frankly better without him. Look at these stats. Mayfield went off without OBJ last week. And he had a pass rating over 130 and spread the ball out to eight different receivers. That's the stuff of a starting quarterback right there. Chubb was back in the lineup last week and made his presence known, rushing for 137 yards and two touchdowns on 9.8 yards per carry. If he goes, I love Cleveland as an upset this week. He's on the COVID list. He got put on that list on Tuesday, so we'll see what's up come Saturday. But man, if Nick Chubb is going, make sure you take the Browns. Not to mention on the other side of the football, the Browns sit second in QB sacks and top 10 in QB hits and pressure rate. Miles Garrett has 12 sacks this season and his counterpart, Isaiah Wynn, the guy that's going to be blocking him, the tackle on New England, has already given up four sacks this season. If they can't block Miles Garrett, it's going to be a long day and Mac Jones is going to turn into some mashed up mac and cheese real quick. Give me the Browns as the upset on the road. For other NFL picks this weekend, make sure you check out our episode of the Bear Down Breakdown here on our platform, Sports Tree LTD. And you can also tune into our affiliates, Monkey Night Fight, for my NFL picks on their platform as well.
Folks, as for your trivia question on this week's edition of Trees 3, we've covered a little MLS playoffs this week, and now we're going to talk a little bit of NBA, seeing how this trivia question in particular pertains to winning MLS or NBA tickets. In 1984, Michael Jordan was the third pick in the draft. Who was the second pick? Head on over to SportsTreeLTD.com right now. Hit sign up. And remember that an upgrade in your subscription is an upgrade in your chances of winning up to $15,000 a year and tickets to see your favorite teams play live. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree, and cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two, one.